Welcome back to Education, where we are all Jewish educators. Day in and day out in our own homes, we are educating our children on what it means to be a Jew, what it means to be a good person. My name is Yair Menchel, a parenting coach, a passionate educator, and I'm excited this week to take you through our season finale, which is pretty crazy that it's falling out really, really one year, one year from when we first launched. I think that there's no more fitting way to recap an amazing year of education, of amazing parenting and Jewish educational advice, then by, by really going through each of the episodes and just picking out one takeaway, one tidbit, one little piece of advice, one nugget that we can take away, that we can really take with us. I'm so excited to be doing this with, uh, to, to, to do this with you, to do this little recap one year after we launched, you know, it's really been an amazing year of education. And I'd say probably the, the most meaningful part of it all, besides for obviously the amazing conversations that I got to have with all these incredible, incredible people, was hearing from you, from you, the listeners, the, the feedback, the, you know, so many people reaching out about the things that they've been putting into practice, things that really have changed their lives and their parenting and changed the lives of their children. And that's so incredibly meaningful. And so I just want to say a major thank you, a thank you as we as we wind down season one of Education. I just want to say a really, really big thank you to each of you who have taken the time to listen, and especially to those of you who have taken the time not just to listen, but then to also write and to to express the uh, the sincere feedback, sometimes positive, sometimes negative, or you know critiques, whatever it is. But just the fact that you took the time to to reach out, I really appreciated it, and it really always meant a lot. I, I also want to, before we get to the actual episode, I want to remind you, if, you, if you've heard on the other episodes, I want to remind you of a, a new project that I'm working on, something with the Orthodox Union, the OU, a, a new parenting podcast, really specifically focused on parenting only, going through a whole entire curriculum. It's called The Jews Next Door. It's going to be out in about a month. Really excited to share it with you all. If you haven't yet followed us on Instagram at The Jews Next Door, and you can find a lot of parenting advice on my Twitter feed as well, at Yet Your Shell. So feel free to check that out. And without further ado, let's get to all of the episodes. First episode of the season was with Dr. Rona Novik. Dr. Novik was, it was amazing. It was an amazing first episode, really so fitting. J- education really started out more being focused on both Jewish education and parenting and really changed as the course of the season went along. But the first episode to have the dean, the head of Azraeli, which is the, you know, one of the, one of the main schools where Jewish educators go to get their master's or doctorate. And Dr. Novik, who really has an expertise, she's a, you know, a, a doctor in, in psychology and she has an expertise in bullying. So it was really great to speak to her. And she spoke about giving children the tools that they need to be the best they can be through reflective practice, which was such an eye-opening thing for me. That, you know, asking, asking our children, what happened? And, you know, take, take, out, take me through something specific that happened in your day. What did you do? And then reflecting with them, helping them to reflect. Well, what was something else that you could have done? What do you think would have happened if you would have done that differently? So that was that's a, that's a huge practice, and I, I I've really something that I've really been trying to practice since learning that from Dr. Novik, and it's really amazing. One other thing was the concept of creating spiritual moments, like just and and how to do that. Like for example, she spoke about noticing a butterfly and just pointing that out, you know. So so that's one really amazing thing 
to take away from Dr. Novik's episode, going on now to Josh Grayjower, Rabbi Josh Grayjower. There was uh, there was so much, there was so much here, but my the most impressive thing to me personally just was his take on YouTube, and uh, he had, he was very very strong on how YouTube is destructive to our homes, and and how he literally banned it from home from his home. He 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 really took it away. He said he knew that you know the fact that children while they're watching one video just all of a sudden just goes to the next video and and youtube is smart about it and and they crafted in a way where it, it, it is really meant to to take your children and take them just on hours of watching um and and there is also a lot of amazing educational points there as well for example i loved loved his take on tests how tests are really and it's something that I personally have been believing for a couple of years now as an educator. And it's something that when we spoke, I just, I really just felt like he was really, like I felt seen. I felt like we were like really, really connecting on it. He, his whole take on tests is that tests are not necessarily helpful and tests, tests really don't, what, what do they get the students to do? They just get students to try to memorize things and create a lot of stress, create a lot of tension and then it all becomes about a grade and they're studying just for that grade and it really loses the focus of the learning and uh, you know it's actually ever since that conversation a i've been in touch with josh with rabbi grayjower a lot in terms of getting advice on on different things about education he's been sent me so many materials he's incredible and i've really started i really changed over my whole entire approach i mean i, I already had started doing it before i spoke to him but then after speaking to him and then we've spoken a lot since the episode is really, really, he has an amazing, amazing stuff. So both educationally and, you know, on a parenting level in terms of ban banning YouTube, Rabbi Grayjower offers us a tremendous amount. In episode number three, we spoke to Rabbi Moshe Don Kestenbaum, and, uh, who, who was an author of a parenting, safer parenting book and many farm. And he's an author of, of, of some farm, some English farm, some Hebrew farm. He's amazing. Rabbi Kestenbaum was really incredible. And he spoke about how the, the main job of a parent is, is to set an example and to realize that our, reflect, our children are not a reflection of us or our parenting. And that's so important for us to realize. It, it, we, there, there's only so much that we can do, but the, the most important thing that we could do is to set an example. Right, modeling is is where is the is the be all end all of parenting. It's children what they see is 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 what they're really going to be learning from, not what you say to them. And that's that's a really really important thing. People and, and he also spoke about how people think that their job as a parent is to get children to do things, but that's not true. Which is such a deep deep idea, and uh, something very important to think about. In the fourth episode, we had the pleasure of hearing from Rabbi Kamenetsky, the principal of DRS, Rabbi Kamenetsky. I, I, have, I really grew up really knowing Rabbi Kamenetsky because my father was always very connected with him. My, my, mother, my mother works in SK and helps high school for girls. Rabbi Kamenetsky is the head of DRS, which is, helps boys high school. And also, you know, my father being a principal of an elementary school, he, he always sends children to, to DRS. So like my father and Rabbi Kamenetsky always have a great relationship. And I grew up where Rabbi Kamenetsky would always call me by my, my Hebrew name, Yetir Matanyahu. And till this day, every time, even for this episode, when we sat down, he sat down and said, Yetir Matanyahu. It's just incredible to me 
Um, just shows the amazing educator he is, how much he really, I didn't even go to his school. And the fact that he remembers not only my name, but he remembers my Hebrew name. It's really, uh, he's one of the only people in probably the world who does. And uh, so getting into Rabbi Kamenetsky, Rabbi Kamenetsky was incredible. He had so much to offer. It was hard to choose one thing. And he's really an expert in the mind of a teenager. He's he's incredible. He has so much experience. And I, I, I really loved, I mean, I know this is, it's a classic thing that people like to quote a lot from Rabbi Kamenetsky, but I feel like how could we not bring it up here, his three most important advices that he gives for parents. That number one is modeling, like we just spoke about from Rebecca Kassenbaum. Number two is to take care of the relationship, which is really so important. And, and you know, it's, I feel like over the course of this season, we've gotten different examples of what that means. But, uh, you know, just to really, really, if it's important to you, if the relationship is important to you, your children are going to feel that. And number three, something that I think people don't necessarily always think about is to daven for our children. It's something so important. You know, we're just coming off of a heavy and intense Yom Naraim season. And and think about, like, did we daven for our children? And if we did, great. And if we didn't, okay, then then we can still, we, we, it's not like we don't daven anymore. We still have daven. So those three points of really modeling whatever you want, you, you know, your children to see, we got to model it. Whatever you, whatever you want you're trying to parent your children to be, it, it, it starts with yourself. And number two is taking care of that relationship, really, really caring. Number three, davening for our children. And also I loved how he stressed the importance of showing children the beauty of Judaism. Even if a child is not interested, or maybe he said maybe specifically, even specifically when a child is not interested, because then you don't have the luxury of showing them the difficulties. So that's, that's really important. I, and I loved how, you know, we, we actually had an episode with his wife later on, pre, pre-Pesach, showing the, the, the beauty of Judaism, showing how incredible, how amazing Pesach is. And it's something that clearly they do in their home. Um, and, uh, you know, as he said, as he said in that episode, that we need to see the good in our children. We need to love them, really listen to them. And we need, we, you know, Yiddishkeit, Judaism should really be bringing simcha. So, uh, you know, Rabbi Kamenetsky, incredible, amazing, amazing pieces there. Episode five, we spoke to Mrs. Sari Khan. This was uh, this was really an intense episode. It was uh, there was so much to take from this episode. Firstly, just how to handle parenting through loss and parenting as a single mom. I, I loved loved the, the how you know when I asked her what was the best thing she did as a parent, it was that she was she apologized to her children. And something that's it's 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 so, so sometimes it's so important for a parent to be able to do that to not get caught up in thinking that because of the fact that I'm the parent that I have to always appear strong to my children or I have to always appear right to my children, you know there are instances I'm not saying all every time but there are instances when a parent you know children don't come with a with a with an operating manual and sometimes parents do mess up they don't necessarily do the right thing at all times and therefore it is important for a parent to be able to lower themselves to say I. I mess up and, and I'm sorry and, and, and I love you. And to say that to your children can be very, very powerful. Um, also really loved her her idea about how parenting is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And there's going to be bumps along the way, especially with little kids. Little little kids, little problems, big kids, big problems, she, she said a couple of times. And I think that that's a really, really strong and important idea for us to think about. That uh, you know, parenting is is a marathon. It's a, we have we have a long, long road ahead, and especially you know when you're when you're parenting young children, sometimes it's harder to to for, to remember that, and uh, it's an important thing. And and even when you have teens, it's it's you know, keep in mind, it's still not the, the marathon's not over yet. 
there's still a lot there to do. And even though, yes, the role of parenting teens changes, but, but still. Um, and there's one last thing that I, I feel like I couldn't not edit because I, I loved it so much was the birthday breakfasts that she did. That was incredible. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you got to go listen to that episode. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Okay, episode six with Rabbi Adam Englander. This was uh, this is awesome. First of all, just want to say that Rabbi Englander was. Uh, I, I just I just want to like talk about something that probably like you don't know these things that happen like the behind the scenes of this episode, but that night. I I traveled all the way to the five towns from from New Jersey and I get there and unfortunately I forgot my laptop charger and I record the episodes on my laptop as we're you know it's the the episode is being directly recorded into my laptop so I was freaking out of Englander was was trying to help me out and and he was so patient and like it took it took a lot of time it took a really really long time and he was just incredibly patient and so just like chill about it. And he was just like, we were just schmoozing. It was a great conversation before. I, I wish like I would, would have recorded that and put that out. It was amazing. But uh, just, 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 you know, that, that little behind the scenes of what happened there was, it was really, really impressive to me how, how chill he was and how, you know, for someone who is so busy, head of school of Haub and uh, someone who really his time is every second is accounted for. So, you know, that, that was really incredible to me and really impressive to me. Um, with her being there. I feel like uh, one of the things, the main themes that kept coming up in that episode was the ability to step back as a parent, to get out of the way of our, of our children's way, you know, and to give our children more agency. And to it, I loved also, he specifically said that when a child does do something wrong, so obviously, yes, we still need to parent them in that case, but it's asking them how they can make sure that it won't happen again. Not Not for us to like, pointed out to them what they should have done differently but what do you think you should do about it that, that idea of empowerment is so powerful for a child really at any age you know starting at a point where they could really start thinking through things asking them what they could have done is 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 huge um and and i think that that's a huge that's a huge huge thing and and also like 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 we just said there's no rule book to follow um and 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 therefore you just got to trust your intuition and I, I love that i love that so much and and he said, and I love this this idea. I think he quoted from Moshe Weinberger about how Hashem gives us the souls that we need to cultivate, and that that any soul that Hashem is giving us means that we are best suited to raise that child to their potential. And it's a very powerful idea. Something really important for us to to think about, to think about often, and to remind ourselves often, especially when we're going through challenges with our children, because parenting's not easy. It, challenges come up all the time. And to remind ourselves of that is uh, is a really big deal. In episode seven, we had Rabbi Hauer, the executive vice president of the OU, and what it was it was it was a brief episode, but the 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 one one nugget that I just want to pull away from there was the idea about how unconditional love for him set up an environment where parents become the number one person for the children, and how and how he he parented his children differently than he was parented. But he said the unconditional love was was the biggest deal, and for him, he saw with his children, giving the giving his children that unconditional love, set up that environment where he became the number one person, meaning he became the go-to, and that's that should be a goal for all parents. All parents sh- should have that goal of making sure that I am the go-to person for my children. Because if you're not the go-to, then who who knows where they're going to go to. And then that's where you that's where you've you've lost control, and then that that's really that's a it's a dangerous it's a dangerous place to go. It's a slippery slope, and uh, so that's that was you know that that nugget is that that 
meaning we I feel like parents parenting podcasts or or you know any parenting blogs or articles or often talk about unconditional love but this idea about how that's what sets up that environment for you to become the go-to person that's a big deal I think that's a very big deal and in the that was episode one of of two with the OU the next episode episode eight was with Rabbi Rabbi Phil Karish who uh, is the in charge of this parenting initiative in the OU, which like I, I've been, I said in the intro, I'm working with him on, uh, on this new project. And one of the things that he spoke about is alternating time for children with their parent. And because of the fact that parents and children, everyone's busy, everyone is so busy these days. So making sure that each parent gets special time with a child. It's, uh, it's something that came up later on in the season again when we spoke to Rabbi Micha Greenland. And that was awesome. We'll, we'll talk about that then. But that was that was something that Rabbi Phil mentioned. And also, I think this is such a such a powerful idea. The fact that children's brains just don't tolerate hypocrisy. Just let that settle in. Meaning when they see parents say one thing and do another, it's really difficult for them. And and therefore that, that it comes it's it's just going a little bit deeper on this idea of modeling. That when we, if we model something and we say something else, or if we're saying to them, you know, we want you to do X, Y, and Z, but we don't do that ourselves, that's when it's so hard for for children to to then to to follow that, or to and they look at you and they they kind of they lose their trust in you. So that's that that's really that's a very important part that that Rabbi Phil was was saying. Also, there was this amazing idea that Rabbi Phil said is that the way that people relate to Hashem to God is the way that they relate to their parents, which is really powerful. Meaning, if a parent's always saying no, then you have different expectations of Hashem. And, and that puts a very big burden on us as parents. Meaning, we, we need to mimic Hashem as much as possible so that our children want to get closer to Hashem. If we have a positive relationship with our, with our children, so our children are then, it, it's more natural for them to ha- want to have a positive relationship with Hashem. But if they see a parent figure as someone who they don't have a relationship with, someone who they can't connect to, someone who they can't relate to, so it's going to be very hard for them to want to have a relationship with Hashem. So that's something very important. It's funny. I I, I often see people, you know, if, if uh, students, let's say in school, or people are talking about dealing with a student or dealing with, you know, my friends who worked in NCSY talk about dealing with an NCSY or every single time that there's like an issue, a challenge that they're having with, with Judaism, often, often, you can relate it back to that there is some type of challenge happening with with their parents, and and it's so true. It's a very very true point. So amazing amazing wisdom from Rabbi Phil Karish. Episode number nine, we had the pleasure to speak to Rev Judah Michelle. First of all, I just want to say also like one of these like little background things that you probably didn't, that you wouldn't know about this episode. Rev Judah, who is so incredibly busy, he is the executive director of Camp Hask. And really is doing incredible work in Camp Hask. An amazing speaker. He's an author of this incredible Sefer Baderach. He's so busy. And yet, after, you know, it, it took a couple of times to try to coordinate. But once we coordinated, came to my house. Like he was like, you know, like on one of his trips into New York, came to my house and just gave me as much time as I needed. And we just schmoozed. We schmoozed before the episode. We schmoozed after the episode. It was incredible, and I'll never forget this. He walked into my house with one of these huge bags of candy from Eretz Yisrael. He says, how could I not come into your house with, with candy for your children for Shabbos? It was on a Friday when we recorded the episode. 
I remember being so blown away by that. It was just incredible. And it was so fitting then that what we spoke about, one of the things that we spoke about and that was really a huge takeaway for me about this episode was about Shabbos. And how he, one of the things that he does, him and his wife do, is try to create a focus on Shabbos throughout the week in order to kind of create this rhythm of Shabbos, in order to to engage the children and, and engage their whole home in this Kedusha of Shabbos. And he says that in order to do that, you need to engage in it all week. So one of the things that he said was, and I loved this example, I've done it many, many times since then, and I, I hope to keep doing it because it's really, it's amazing, taking a child to the store, I don't know, it could be it could be any day of the week, but like let, you know, let's say a Wednesday, getting closer to Shabbos, taking them to pick out a Shabbos tree, that they get to choose whatever they want, and then put it in a place where they can see it, so that they're constantly reminding, they're constantly reminded, ah, that's my treat for Shabbos, and it makes them like constantly looking for Shabbos. Now, for little children, this could be hard because they just want to have it. But it does build up this this idea. And once you get them into the routine of doing this, it it really builds the excitement for Shabbos. And uh, there's there so many more things to take away from Rajuda, but I would we could spend the whole rest of the episode talking. Rajuda had so much, so much to offer. So Rajuda, Shabbos, amazing. Episode number 10, we spoke to Rabbi Arya Safran, which was really, really amazing. It was, uh, again, also, he had one day one day in New York, he lives in LA, he's the head of school of Eula. He had one day in New York, he was coming, he was flown in for a wedding and he gave me, he had, he had two hours before the wedding from the time that he arrived till the wedding and he gave me, he gave me an hour of those two hours. It was, it was incredible. It was, I was so blown away and uh, we met in, in his in-laws house. It was so nice, so nice, so gracious of them to offer the, us this room to, to, you know, to not be disturbed and for him to give me that time, that was incredible. So Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi Suffren is in educator par excellence. He really has such amazing advice for, for educators. Um, and, uh, and, and, and there was, there was so much there. I, I loved, I loved the idea. Something uh, that, that I, 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 I really, I think is amazing. I, I, the, the Ruach that he brings in his school and the fact that the one, one particular example, the fact that they have this, Erev Shabbos, kind of impromptu, but kind of planned, kumzitz every Friday. It's it's planned in terms of the fact that like it's happening every Friday, and it's just like it's optional. But the fact that they have something like that going on, and like and they do it in a place where everyone sees it, and anyone who wants can come join. I, I love that. It's amazing. It's amazing, amazing. For the advice that he gave for parents, um, which I thought was great, was that it's important to not get so worked up and worry if children don't listen to you. But worry more when they are watching you, right? Like, and we spoke about this really a couple of times in this because, and the reason that this keeps coming up so much is because modeling is one of the most important and fundamental components of parenting. Just like with education, he said, if you want to have any type of hashba, any type of real, real effect on your students, it's not a nine to five job. It's the same thing with parenting. You need to, you need to be able to strike this proper work life balance. So you give children the time of day that they need and they deserve during those incredibly important years of developing and where to really develop a relationship with them. And like he said, during those years, they're really watching you, right? It's not as much in terms of like what they, what, what you tell them to do, but if they see you doing these things, then you're golden. So that was Rabbi Rabbi Suffren. 
Amazing, amazing advice. So much more there, and especially for educators if you want to check out that episode. Episode 11, we spoke to Rabbi Moshe Benevitz. Rabbi Benevitz has too many jobs to even list here. It's incredible. Rabbi Benevitz is the director of NCSY Kolel. He's a Rebbe in Reshit. He is the managing director of NCSY. So much, so much going on and really incredible. And and I, one, one particular nugget that I just want to talk about, take away from his episode, is the idea of create, creating an environment where our children are always accepted. No matter what, they're always welcome. And, and it takes tremendous patience, which is something that is one of the most fundamental things of parenting is having patience. And when a child is struggling with something, for example, just need to get out of their way. You need to have patience and it goes against what we're, what we're used to, but we need to do it. We spoke about so much more on this episode. We spoke about what it's like, you know, going from parenting in America to parenting in Israel and the advice he would give to parents who are in Israel. So if you live in Israel and you're one of our listeners, you should definitely make sure to check out that episode. But there is, there's just, there's so much more there. We spoke about tefillah, spoke about the, the rocket ship idea there. We, you know, if you, if you don't know what I'm referring to, you should definitely check out that episode and, uh, and, and see that because it's uh, really an amazing, amazing idea. In episode 12, we spoke to Mrs. Rookie Billet. Mrs. Billet was my sister's principal in SKA. She has, uh, she was an educator par excellence, really with, with so much experience. She was in SK, she was in my note, she was in Shalamis. She was really an amazing, amazing educator. She was also a repetent of one of the biggest shuls in the world. And so she spoke with so much incredible experience. I mean, really, really. And one of the things that she, she spoke about, um, which was, uh, you know, one of the things that came up on this episode, which I wasn't even planning on really talking about so much. And it kind of just came up pretty, I'd say, I'd say naturally in, in, the, in the course of conversation was how to parent when dealing with a tragedy in the family. Um, when, when, you know, especially when, you know, dealing with her own children, how, how to, you know, she, she took meaning from it. It was incredible. But like, what did she do? How did she, how did she parent her children to that? And she really, her, her whole idea was that about moving forward, moving forward, not moving on. But moving forward, you can't let one event define them. But uh, take that baggage and go forward. Cope with the new challenges. And that was really, it was incredible. It was really, really powerful and impressive. Impressive to be able to, to, to see that. So that was, that was definitely, you know, one, one a huge takeaway for me. Um, and also, I loved how she spoke about being authentic with our children when we're talking to our children. And uh, it's something that's so imp- important I think sometimes parents are like afraid to do. Sometimes parents are feel like, well, I feel like I can't be as, be as authentic with them because I can't really show them that weakness or I can't show them, I can't be fully real with them. But I think, you know, as, as she said from her experience, it's, it, it really, it's, it's so crucial. It's so important. And also something that she, that she mentioned, which definitely has come up on other episodes. I remember definitely came up with, uh, you know, with Rabbi Adam Englander on episode six was the, the, the concept of of God talk, talking more about Hashem. And the more that we talk about a relationship with Hashem, the more of a reality it will become. So that was, uh, you know, that was really some two amazing tidbits from Mrs. Billet. Episode number 13, we spoke with Rabbi Aryeh Leibowitz, which was particularly exciting for me because of the fact that I listen to his Dafyomi every single day. Um, do, you know, for, for, for a very long time, was doing it live with him at 6.15 in the morning until my, my wife's schedule changed. But, you know, it was really just so special to be able to go. And, and also with him, there was a, 
There was a complication in terms of the scheduling. And the next night, he just he just made himself available. He stayed in YU for an extra, I think, like two hours just so that I can come there. So it'd be, you know, I would, he said to me, he's like, oh, why make yourself come out to the five towns? You live in you live in New Jersey. I'll stay in YU extra late and, and, and we'll just do it there, which was just so, so nice and so thoughtful of him. And he, he's just this incredible, incredible person, incredible Tom Chacham, but also an incredible tzaddik, incredible person. And I loved, he spoke about the idea of not imposing our own insecurities on our children. And he, he specifically said this when we're learning with them. But I think that just in general, I think that that's, it's such an important idea that, you know, our own insecurities, things that we deal with or things that we feel maybe not so comfortable with, to not impose that onto our children. Don't, don't make our child do something just because of the fact that we feel like, oh, that's the social norm or whatever it is. You know, we have to, we have to really learn what's best for our children, what's going to be best for our family and not feel that just because of, you know, social norms or whatever it is that we have to impose it on them. And it, it, this, this, uh, this, this conversation was, was amazing. It really got me so to, to, to really introspect and think about, you know, trying to point out to myself, what ways am I, do I try to push my own insecurities onto my children and how to, and how to not do that? Um, he also gave a very practical piece of advice in terms of learning with children, you know, both in terms of like what to learn with them at what ages and also like that sometimes it's not good for parents to learn with a, uh, with a child if, if it's just not working. Not that it's, it's not good, but if it's not working, better to hire someone than to, to keep trying to do it. And, and he gave examples on that episode as well. So that, that, was, uh, that was awesome. Episode number 14 was, uh, was, it was I remember... It was a uh, a major kudos to Mrs. Debbie Fox, with uh, who is the founder and the creator of the internationally recognized safety kid program, Magin Yadim. And this was a very timely episode. This was right after everything happened with you know the with the author Chaim Walder, and all everyone was really not sure. Everyone in the community was really riled up and was and was was really freaked out, spooked out, and understandably so about how do these things happen in our in our community so often. And so we really went through and this was it, it, this is an episode if you if you haven't listened to this one it's really important. If if you if you have children, little children, big children, if you if you have not yet listened to this episode, I really I think this is an absolute must listen. I mean I think all, all the episodes I really recommend listening to all of them. But this episode in terms of really putting a stop, putting an end to these horrible things from happening in our community. Like she said, it takes a community to protect a child and it takes a community that allows abuse to to keep it going. And if we don't all work together so that there are no gaps, then we are a community that allows abuse. It was a very strong line. It's very important. And and that's why she, you know, she works with administrators. She works with the staff of schools. She works with parents. And one of the things that she spoke about is you know she said like we have to she she works with parents and she works with educators to give them the tools to make it more comfortable to have these types of conversations, and one of the things that she spoke about was this peanut butter and jelly voice, which was awesome. You know, it's basically bringing it up in a more natural way, just like talking meta casually, not in like a crazy crazy way. And um, you know, on this episode we spoke about about you know what age to start talking about children about these things, and she was like always your children should always know that no one should be you know, looking at them or touching them in any way and, and really making sure that your children have that, have that information and have that, you know, sensitivity to it is, is what you need to be able to create a safe home. Parents need to make sure that their children know the rules, that no one's allowed to touch them. No one's allowed to talk about or look at their private parts of their body at all. And under no circumstances, that idea of the peanut butter and jelly voice 
you know, amongst with everything else that was discussed here, there's so much here, but really, really strongly recommend listening to this episode if you have not yet. Episode 15 with Jeremy Joseph, the director of Camp Morasha. Really um, so much here, so much here. Jeremy is uh, is is an an educator, an, an experiential educator par excellence. He really has done incredible, incredible work in Camp Morasha. And, you know, even before in his other positions before, Jeremy's amazing. He really, it was, a, it was, a, it was an amazing conversation. It was so comfortable. Jeremy and I, you know, we've known each other for a long time and it was just a pleasure to get to sit down to talk to him. And one of the things that we spoke about is the way that he is intentional about the values in the camp. And I, and we spoke about how, like how that can transfer over to the home as well. And it's, it's so important for, for parents to be intentional about values. Um, because if you do, once you do that, it's so much easier to make decisions. Like meaning, like you said, he's like, it's, it's, it's easy once, once we know in camp what our values are. So when, when something's not within our values, so like, it's just it, that's it. It's simple. It's not like we're like, you know, we're not like nothing personal here. It's just like, well, these are our values. This is what we stand for. And that's it. And also I loved how he spe- spoke about how he's trying, he tries to be mindful when he's going to Minion to tell them, you know, I'm going to Minion right now, right now. I'm going to learn right now. So that way they know that that's a part of, part of his routine to be explicit to that. They know it's part of the routine of this house. And to so that they know and so that they they get something that they are excited about. It's something that they're you know not like that something that's that's like foreign to them. So that was you know very very important. I think I, I remember saying how it would be so cool if parents and families came up with like their family mantra. It would be such a cool idea. Something that I, it would be really 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 amazing if we you know something that would come out of this episode. Episode number sixteen uh, was with Rabbi Doctor Gil Pearl. Um, so this was actually, this was like a two, we, we ended up breaking up this episode into two because A, it was a really long conversation, but B, it was like one huge conversation about education and then one huge conversation about, about, uh, about parenting. And so there's so much there. If you're, if you're interested from an educational standpoint, he, Rabbi, Rabbi Pearl has so much to offer really, really incredible. And just to focus in on one, one tidbit, one piece of advice that I took, uh, took from the, from on the parenting end was Tuning in early on to our, to to really what gets our children passion. If you really if you know your child, which hopefully you do, you know, like 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 Rabbi Kamenetsky said, really taking care of that relationship. So if you if you really know that, if you take care of the relationship and you really know your child, then find out what they care about. Find out and and, and then give them areas or give them opportunities more so to let them shine in that whatever that is. So let's say like your child's musical. So give them get, get them music lessons if they're if they're sportsy, great. Let them play the play the different leagues, whatever it is. But give them those opportunities and let them shine. So that was not number one. And also, this was very interesting to being to be more vulnerable with our children about which parts of of system is difficult for us. And that's that's you know goes back to what we spoke about with uh, with Mrs. Billet about being authentic when we're talking to our children. The idea of really being 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 real with our children. I mean, obviously, it depends on what age they are, but at a certain point, it really makes sense to to be open and to really sharing with them because then you can connect with them and they can see you as not just someone who's like this like perfect, perfect person. And that's like, oh, they, you know, like when you, let's say like just as, a, as an example, like when you play sports with your child, if you're always making the shot or you're always catching the ball or always hitting it perfectly, then they're just going to think like, I can't play with them because they're so much better than me. But here, if you show show them the parts that's really no, it's not always so easy for you, you know. And and to bring it to Avodas Hashem, we all have areas. There's no one who's perfect in every area of Avodas Hashem. So to talk about it with them, 
That way they see you as someone who, who can relate. And then then they can talk to you more about Avodah Hashem because they say, oh, it's not like you're this towering giant, giant who's so incredible and so perfect. I, I, can, I can relate to you. I can understand you. So that was episode number 16. And episode number 17, we spoke to Rabbi Dr. J.J. Schachter, which was really, wow, it was, it was incredible. It was incredible to get this like history from him um, from and, and speaking, hearing him speak about his father and the love that his mother gave him and, and this the relationship that he had with his father and you know how he always wanted his father's love and the, 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 the incredible love and the, the, the confidence that his mother gave him. That, and, and that was one of the things that he spoke about so emphatically was that the incredible gift of parenting is to give our children optimism, to give them faith and encouragement that, that they are awesome and that they, to, to give them confidence that they can that they can do anything. And one of the things that he spoke really strongly about in this episode, it was really fascinating to see how how passionate he was, is specifically for children of rabbis, is to not sacrifice our children on the altar of of being a rabbi. And 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 he, you know, he spoke very passionately about it. And it's it's a very strong point. I mean, why should our children suffer or have to, you know, be short? You know, a shortcut their their childhood in any way just because of the fact that their 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 parent decided to be you know to go into the rabbinate and it's it's a very very strong point. In episode number eighteen, we I, I had the incredible incredible schuss to sit down with my Rebbe, Rev Nuberger, Rev Yaakov Nuberger, who is the Rosh Hashiva in YU, who's a Rav in in congregation Beth Abraham in Bergenfield, and Rev Nuberger is my Rebbe. I was in a shir in YU, and it's uh, it was it was so special to sit down. And to really just have his undivided attention to just ask him any question on parenting. It was amazing. And one of the things that he said there, which was so, so strong, is that when a child is challenging, it's important to realize that they don't want to be that way. And that is powerful. Because when a parent or a teacher realizes that, obviously, you're going to you're going to change your approach. And you're going to better appreciate that they're working towards towards a goal you're you're, you're you're they're not no one's going to be perfect per se but realizing like they're working on it they don't want to be challenging they don't want to be difficult and when we take that approach towards our children it will change our whole entire approach it's it, it's a huge eye-opener it's 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 amazing line and uh it's, it's very very powerful very very important in episode 19 we spoke with rabbi steven berg who is the ceo of Aish, and uh, anyone who who knows Aish, I mean, you you see the incredible work they're doing, and they keep doing more and more. And there's so many projects that they're working on, and we spoke a lot about that in this episode. The uh, you know the Aish vision, and uh, there's there's so much going on in Aish, and it was really interesting. We spoke about we spoke about a lot about his position in Aish, and then we kind of transitioned into what that what it's like being a parent and how parenting is like being like 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 being a CEO. And uh, one of the things that he said, and I, this was so powerful, for someone who literally travels the world, and the the fact that if when his wife calls, no matter what, doesn't matter if he's meeting with the prime minister, he's gonna pick up the call. And the same thing with one of his kids. And he, I'll never forget the fact that he said that there was one time that he literally flew back just for one of his kids, just like he was he was in Israel and he just flew back. And uh, it's it's incredible. I mean, I I have we, we I have this host to live on the same block as him, and I see I you know I, he see he has this incredibly crazy like travel schedule. He's in Israel all the time, 
but that he really, really makes time for his kids and he brings his kids on trips with him. And it's, it's, it's amazing. One of the other things that he spoke about is that your Shabbos table as a parent has to be Kodesh Kedoshim. And that's that's really really important. And the I know I know he also spoke about this idea of, of something that his, one of his children does, of speaking out a a, a Don Lakovskot story. A, you know, judging people favorably, taking a story, and he, like his child his child will re- literally read through a story, and see how can we judge people more favorably. And really like taking using the Shabbos table as an opportunity to connect with children, but also as an opportunity to 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 pass over certain you know important messages um so that's really really important um and also he spoke about the idea of inspiring children to give them experience that they wouldn't otherwise have um and uh, that that's really that was awesome that's you know it's like like he said it's important for us to sign up our children for little league because that that's an experience that's going to be with them for the rest of their lives and that's that's really important also in episode 20 we spoke with Mrs. Devora Miller, who ha- who wrote an article about how to raise respectful children, and I thought it was such a f- you know fitting episode to do right before right before Mother's Day, and one one of the things that she spoke about is also like how in in schools we should be grading more like this. We should we should it should be part of our grading system, you know, if they treat others with respect, if they are and if if they if they see that it's part it's so important to us as educators, then it's going to be important to them too. And she spoke about also about how if you request, and this was such an important point, that when we request our child say something respectfully, that's not us being mean. That's just us giving our children the opportunity to be better. Because sometimes we are going, as parents, we're going to say things to our children that's going to make them feel uncomfortable. But that's okay. That is our our role. Our goal and our role as parents is not to be necessarily their friend and for everything that they for them for them to like everything that we say but for us to to help them to guide them and 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 I'm I'm not saying that obedience is the end goal it's not but but the way to help them be respectful is not through obedience and say you have to listen to me but it's through routine and through clear expectations so that was really it's a great episode really strongly recommend listening to that Episode number 21, we, we spoke to Rabbi Micha Greenland. Rabbi Greenland, who is the international director of NCSY and really has an incredible amount of experience with, with teens. Rabbi Greenland, um, also someone who is so incredibly busy, incredible, incredibly busy, happens to be, is one of the, uh, as we spoke about on this episode, is one of the Ada Kedushin at, at our wedding. And uh, we have a very special relationship with him and his wife and, and really love the Greenlands. Amazing, amazing people. But he lives in Chicago and he travels into New York for like these little trips. And it was amazing to me, again, that he was able to give me time on, on his little trip in. And uh, it, was, you know, it was very special. So one of the things that he, that he spoke about is taking the long view with our children, being patient with them, and the, the empowerment in that. Meaning... Let's say our children make one choice that is not in accordance with what we would have have hoped for. But let's say, but then they make it their own and they learn to see what worked out and what didn't work out. That's going to be huge. That, that empowerment there is, I feel like it's taking some of the ideas that we spoke about earlier with, um, you know, like what Sari Khan said about taking the long view and the, the ideas of empowerment, but it, it, it's like added a, a level of depth to it that 
taking the long view will empower them because that really, you know, like it's like what we spoke about, like getting out of their way. But in a way, it's like it, it, it adds this real depth to it. And I think this is a really, really powerful idea. And also, we, we actually spoke about, which is funny because I remember saying in my episode with, uh, with Jeremy Joseph that it would be so cool if there's like a family, you know, mantra, family mission statement. And Rabbi Greenland actually spoke about that, the importance of family mission statements. Also specifically, I remember this was, this was an amazing, amazing component of this episode, was how and when to be proactive versus reactive. In, in, you know, in terms of like setting up those standards. And if, if we are proactive, so, you know, if, if parents ha- need to have a conversation first, make sure that they're on the same page. What are our expectations? What do, you know, what are our family mission statements? What's our family mantra? And once we establish them, it's important to, to go through it, to say it out loud with your child, say, these are our values. And then it's so much easier, you know, discipline and different things. It's just so much easier. They're just, oh, uh, you know, that's just one of our values. As we've as we've already spoken about, like we we know that already, so it's so much easier as opposed to being reactive. It's you know reactive. Okay, sometimes obviously you can't think of everything, so sometimes things come up, but that that's a really really important thing and and a great way to be able to handle to make discipline less of like a, this intense, you know, thing of of. Uh, but this is such a powerful idea in terms of you know when when let's say your child wants to do something and you're not you don't approve of that. It's so easy to then just say, well, you know, it's, it's something that we don't do because we've already spoken about that. That's, you know, really, really important. Episode number 22 with Rabbi Menachem Bambach. So this was, uh, this was a fascinating episode. Rabbi Bambach, also, he, he traveled into America for a couple of days and he came to my house the night he arrived. And he was, I, I felt so bad. He was so tired. I gave him a couple of cups of coffee during the episode. Um, but uh, he really, someone who has, has done incredible work in, in Eretz Israel and Israel, with the education system there. He's is a Haredi Jew and he created the first ever Haredi school with secular studies. And uh, so that was that was amazing. That's it was just cool to like speak to someone who had done such incredible work and has so many, like thousands of students in this network that he created. And he also so we spoke about two things. Number one is we spoke about um, or, or or one idea. That, 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 that came out from this episode was that if you think you know everything, if you think you know how to educate, then you need to go study again. And that's a, that's a powerful idea. I think that's the same thing with parenting also. Meaning like, if you think you know how to parent and everything, so then you, you, gotta, you gotta take a closer look at it. Um, and he also spoke about how good parenting starts with a good marriage, which is something that came up at the end of, of, uh, of our season with, uh, in our episode with, you know, one of our last episodes with Rabbi Dr. Yosef Lin, which we'll come back to. Um, but, uh, so that, that was, that was a, a powerful idea. Um, and he said, he said, parents can argue. It's totally fine to argue, but it's about how you argue. Um, and that's, that's an important idea. He also spoke about how your children are your children. Hashem gave you these presents and they're the, whatever, whichever child you had Hashem gave you, it's, it's, it, you know, that, that, that's a present from Hashem. And if Hashem sends you children who has, who, who, you know, have different ideas about how they want to live their lives that's because Hashem trusts in you. And uh, it, w- it was powerful to speak to him about this because the fact that, he, you know, of, of his struggles and his, his dealings that he had with his daughter, which he writes about very publicly and we spoke about. If you, if you don't know his story, then definitely read the article and I uh, definitely want to listen to this episode and hear it. It was, it, was, it was amazing. The next episode we had, episode 23, was with my wife's grandfather, with Zeta. And... Zeta, it was it was amazing to just sit down with him and and to just have this type of a conversation with him. I've, you know, the many many years of, of having like little 
you know, stories and conversations with him. But here to have a really just a, you know, straight hour of a conversation where we talk. This actually, we recorded this. We were on a, a Pesach program together last year. And we, we the, the Pesach program actually gave us a room to record this. And it was very cool. Um, they live in, in, in Toronto. So, it was, you know, it, it would have been harder to do it. Um, not in person, and there's not always that that time. So it's very special to be able to do this, and uh, and and this was for this was a Father's Day episode, which was very special for me. Um, and one of the things that that Zeta said is that the education, one of the most important things in education, more so than the education itself, more so than school, whatever that you've learned, is the is the home that you come from, because you get more from home than you learn from school. And uh, it was really, it was, it was incredible to hear that from, from Zeta, um, who was a longtime educator, a very longtime educator, yet he was saying that the things that we learn in our homes have more of an impact. And, you know, and Zeta was, was talking about, his, about his own experience. He, he was someone who learned everything there was to know about leaning. I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a leaning expert because his father, you know, really, really took the time with him. And that's just like one example, but there's, there's so many other things like that. In, uh, in episode number 24, in episode number 24, we spoke with Mrs. Alex Fletcher. And I loved, I mean, she's she's so real. She's so real. If you don't know Alex Fletcher, she's she's a writer from Mishpacha. She has her own podcast with it. And, and she does, you know, Faces of Orthodoxy. She does so much stuff. It's, it's amazing. And she was just so normal and so real and so genuine. And it was amazing. It was amazing to have this conversation with her. One of the things she said early on in the episode was that she's not going to fight with her fourth grade daughter if she davened in the morning or not. Because, like she said, davening is something that develops with maturity. Um, and and I, I love that. I love that. I also loved how she spoke about how something that we need to go back to as a, as a, as a people is that we need to go back to what works for us. You know, who am I? What strengths do I bring to the table as a parent? What is going to work for us, for our family? Meaning, like, stop with all the cute initiatives. And, and I love that. It, it, it's, I feel like there's, you know, there's so much, like, especially because of Instagram and social media, there's so much, like, people look at, like, what, oh, look at that, what that family did. I want to try to do that. Because everything can always be better. And it's, it's this, this is the constant struggle of ideal versus being real and being realistic. And I love that. I love it. This is just, it's just so who she was. I mean, she really, really, everything about that episode was just like, she's so real. And, and I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. In, uh, in the next episode, we spoke with Rabbi David Bashevkin. And uh, I loved it. It was, it was a great episode. There was, there was you know, I, 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 it's some, something that, back, again, going to one of these uh, backstories that people didn't know. The first, like, I'd say 30 minutes of this episode um, David was actually like telling me how things that, that he thought, like, you know, giving me critiques. And it was, it was hard. It was harsh. It was hard for me to hear. But in the end, it actually really, it was so helpful. And uh, since then, we've, we've been in touch so many times. Um, and, and it's something that, uh, you know, was, it was impressive. And like I said in the beginning of the, of, the, of the intro to this episode, I appreciate, I appreciate when people have reached out both with positive or with even with negative, with critiques or, you know, any, any feedback. Any feedback is good feedback just to, to hear what people are thinking. And uh, so, you know, so that, that episode started off with that. We didn't actually, that wasn't actually recorded, but of the recorded part of the episode that I want to, I want to take away is something that when he spoke about the feeling of when he was a young child and he felt like as a young child, he felt like he was riding a motorcycle with his emotions. And he gave this like incredible muscle. Like when you ride a car, you have this power engine and there's all these safety features, 
when you ride a motorcycle. It's the same engine, but you're riding it by yourself. You don't have all those safety features that you do when you when you get into adulthood. And and I love that. I mean, I love that idea of like that imagery um, in terms of how children are so much more in touch with their engine. And when we get to adulthood, we have all these safety features that kind of like we block away the power of that engine. And then when we when we get angry, we start to blame some of the safety features. And we shouldn't forget that there is this engine there. And uh, this module is, is amazing. It is, you know, it's really incredible. So true. We need to help our children as they ride that motorcycle. Kind of like helping a child to learn to ride a bike. They need guidance as to how to get started. And then once they've got it, they can take off all on their own. So I love that idea. In this episode, we had also David's top four parenting. If, you, if you're familiar with David's top five lists. So we had his top four, which was, which was very cool. And I also loved, he ended off the episode by talking about how you can learn about a child's world through children's books, which is a really, really cool idea. Really powerful. Actually, one of the reasons that I've had some for some, some people on for the new for the new podcast with the Jews Next Door with the OU, some parenting authors just for that reason. Um, so that, that was very much so inspired by, by this. Um, and in our last episode of the season, probably something that maybe should have been way earlier on in the season was with Rabbi Dr. Yosef Lin. And this was all this episode was actually all about marriage, which is funny. In a parenting podcast, you would think to be talking so much about marriage, but if anything, the the fact that we something we spoke about so strongly in this episode is that to, the first step is to realize that my marriage, our marriage, is going to be everything when it comes to raising children. A home is the two people building that home, and everything stems from Sean Bias. He said how he's given so many different um, chinuch classes, and they end up just sounding like Sean Bias classes. And and it's it's it, there's so much truth to that. When the when a marriage is healthy, strong, and growing. What it does for our children is huge. It's it, you, you, you see it. If you have, if you have a healthy marriage, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And if you don't, so then, so this is a good episode to learn about, learn about communication, and and you know that also because not just because of the fact that the communication we need to have with our with our with our spouse that that's like step number one, but step number two is that the communication that we have with our spouse is going to model communication skills for our children, and and so much more. So that's this is you know it was a I'd say like. We're at, we're at about 55 minutes here of a recap of an entire season. And it's really, it's been an absolute pleasure. And I'm looking forward, season two is gonna be a little bit different. Season two, we, we can look forward to different ages. We're gonna be dealing with educators on specific ages of children and really focusing on developmentally, how children are going through different things at you know as they develop and how that impacts our parenting. And, and our and our education of them. So I want to thank you again for listening to to this episode, to the entire season. And if there's any episodes that you didn't yet get to listen to and you heard about a little recap in this in this in this episode, strongly recommend going back and listening. And again, please, please reach out with any any feedback at all or anything that you'd love to see. You know, anything you'd love to see in the future. I look forward to connecting with you. Have a great, great day.